On this week's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Rayburn, the founder of Viral Media, emotionally supercharging your content strategy, providing you with outstanding video training, and all things related to the production of potent video branding and marketing. Mr. Rayburn, absolutely delighted to have you on, on the show, the Purpose Led Leadership Podcast. We've been friends on LinkedIn for a couple of years now. I love your content. I love what you're doing. The reason why I got you on is to find out a bit more about that, what you do. A lot of people know, already know what you do, but really, more importantly, uh, to find out more about you as a person. I know you've got a very, very kind of inspiring story that's very raw. Um, last month, I did uh, a series on inspirational women, and I've selected you as someone who I feel uh, has an inspiring story to tell that's full of adversity. I'd love you to go back as, as far and as deep as you possibly can just kind of your first memory of, 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 of some of the adversity you've had and then your journey up until now, if that's okay, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a, a, a difficult subject to talk about um, and, it, and it's not uh, one that many people are comfortable with discussing. But um, when I was younger, I was repeatedly uh, sexually abused by a family member um, and this massively affected my my life as as it would most most people's lives and um the thing with trauma is you you tend to uh you, you bury it basically it, it just it, it becomes a um a really kind of subconscious part of you that you you kind of completely push down um and i'd i'd forgotten about it um you know my sort of um, teenage years and, and kind of growing up completely it just it almost erased it from from my my memory um and then my my first daughter was born mm-hmm. and i remember that i can honestly remember that the first day she was <laughs> she was born i think i cried for about two to three days solid it was just like this complete flood of uh emotion it was like um i, I said to someone else it was a bit like a neo from the matrix being being jacked into the matrix the first time and it was like it was like up until that point i found it very difficult to sort of um express emotion or feel emotion and when she was born it was like someone jacked me into a to a you know into a wall socket of emotion it was just a it was the most bizarre experience um and yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I mean, this, uh, from the, you know, the abuse side of stuff, it, it went on for um, quite a number of years. My, um, my abusers now uh, passed away, so that there's no real sort of reconciliation um, there. But, but um, I'm, I'm kind of comfortable with it, um, and I've recently gone through, um, had quite a few uh, therapy sessions as well. Um, but it's it's weird how these things kind of you you kind of push them aside but the things that you kind of go through end up making you stronger um mm. and they've kind of defined um who i am i've i've, I've finally accepted i think it, i don't know if it's a, a midlife crisis thing but i've, I've finally accepted um, who i am and I'm, I'm comfortable with it and i was i was kind of willing to, to share my story and I, I put a video up a few few weeks back on on linkedin i just got to a point where um I'd kind of, I, I think you kind of draw a line in the sand and you kind of say to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with doing this. This is who I am and I'm going to embrace it. Um, so I, yeah, I, I made that video and it was, it was probably one of the hardest things I think I've ever done in my entire life. Um, I, um, I, I think I, I, I had an intention of recording it and, and I'd, 
every single day for about two months. I was like, I haven't got time to do that today. And I need to, I need to do that. And something's come up and I, I just kept pushing it away and pushing it away. And it got to a point one day I was just like, do you know what? Just, just do it. Um, I recorded it, recorded it really like relatively quickly. And then the day I was going to post it I, for about 30 minutes before I posted on LinkedIn, my finger was literally hovering on my mouse button for about 30 oh, minutes. So I was like, yeah. do I, do I, cause it's, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. life changing thing. It's like, do, do you, do you decide to, you've recorded this and it's very raw and it's very personal, but do you decide to share it with the, the world? Um, and it's such a, a difficult decision to, to make. But like I said to you, that you know, before we started this conversation, I think some of the hardest things you do in life are some of the most rewarding, um, after I posted that video, I think I had about 150 DMs from, from various people. Um, I had a lady uh, reach out to me that had gone through uh, trauma when she was younger. Um, and, and she'd, based off the back of the post that I did, she ended up doing a podcast about her trauma. Um, I spoke to another guy who, who'd gone through a very similar thing to me. Um, we were speaking on the phones, become good friends. He, he was crying on the phone. I was crying on the phone. It was it was just, just the... The, the flood of, of knowing that you've helped other people that have gone through um, similar things. And, and and this is why for me, stories are so important because they, they allow you to kind of shape your worldview and they allow you to do it from a, a kind of place of safety. Um, and that's, that's where my love for, for film and, and story kind of comes from is, is that ready? Cause when that, that happened to me when I was younger, I sort of escaped into, into stories really. So. Wow. I'm blown away by that. I can feel the emotion coming through the screen and um, I'd like to thank you um, for your courage and your bravery to to be speaking to me on this platform about this again after you know that you know tremendously brave and courageous decision to to, to publish that on LinkedIn I mean I've I've done that myself but your story is just another level uh, of 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 inspiration and trauma and adversity and um I think it's a huge testament to you as an individual. It's a huge leadership skill to be able to, to, to deliver a story in a compelling way, but not just any old story. The story is, 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 is phenomenally touching. And um, if I may, I'd like to go back into that a little bit as well. But you, t- you use the word forgotten and erased. And mm. I don't think deep down you'd ever forgotten it or raised it you probably just kind of covered it up and I think my experience from my own lived experiences and speaking to other people who've gone through trauma like this the trauma itself is bad enough but the aftermath tends to be even worse it's only when you start to grieve you start to feel and all that kind of stuff that everything sort of comes out um how have you coped how have you kind of gone from that to where you are now i mean that's a, that's a wide question isn't it but over to you um yeah but i think with them um, any kind of trauma if you 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 know i'm a big believer in that universe requires uh, balance and if you bury something and push it down it, it it's like a caged animal it wants to it wants to, to come out um, and and that's what happened when my daughter was born it's just like this kind of floodgate of, uh, of emotion i don't know if you know but, but people that have gone through trauma there's um I can't remember what the, 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 there are two terms for the way we experience um, uh, emotion, emotional states in, in people that um, have experienced trauma in, in a normal person that that pathway is quite wide. So the, yeah. 
the state between where we experience kind of lows and highs is, is quite wide in, in normal people, but people that have experienced trauma, it's a lot more narrow. So, you know, the, the slightest little thing I've been watching, finding Nemo in my door, and then suddenly just floods yeah. of tears, just being floods of tears at a scene in the in a movie or something. So it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not something that you can um, repress um for for a long period of time it just it, it it finds a way to to escape and i think when you're when you finally kind of accept that um and you go on that journey to to sort of you know um i don't want to say because it's it's uh it's kind of defined who i am and and, and it's um and it's a part of me and, and mm. it's you just have to you have to accept it um and and be comfortable with it and, and that there's there's it's so hard to do that. Um, but, but once you do, I mean, it's, it's like I said before, it, it, it's helped kind of shaped my, my current kind of vision for, for my company. Um, it's, it's made me more comfortable with who I am. Um, I'm, I'm a lot calmer. Um, I mean, I've, I've got immense support from my, my wife and uh, my, my kids don't know at this stage because they're still quite young, but I will have that, that conversation when they're old enough to, to understand um, at some point. Cause you know, my, my daughter has seen me, you know, many times kind of just crying for no particular yeah. reason. <laughs> she, no, she can't, well. she can't can't account for for why but but it's a conversation i need to have with them at, at some point but my, my wife has been extremely supportive what was the i'm sure there wasn't one deciding factor it's probably a culmination of emotion and time but was there anything that kind of made you want to then suddenly say right i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about this on linkedin uh yeah i, I think it's probably a combination of i would say probably kind of three things uh one was definitely LinkedIn um, in that um, you're, I, I'm convinced that that platform has transformed my uh, neurological makeup because you're on a social media platform that um, unlike most other social media platforms, it's very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of, you know, you're surrounded by people that have kind of growth mindsets. Uh, yeah. You're surrounded by people that have got, you know, growth mindsets um, and it's a very positive uh, social media platform compared to most other social media platforms. So yeah. um, you get comfortable with people kind of sharing um, who they are on the, the platform. Although you get a lot of the, this isn't Facebook uh, crowd on there. Um there was there was that uh, in, in the slowly I kind of got comfortable with kind of sharing aspects of, of my my personal life on the platform, um, and then I listened to a podcast um, uh, by a guy called uh, Chris Doe, um, and, and another guy that was on there called Errol Gerson. I've I've since reached out to uh, Chris and Errol and thanked them for for um, the podcast, and it was um, Errol was talking about. Uh, it's just just a really an amazing guy just kind of talking about um selling um and how art, artists um don't don't uh kind of define themselves through to selling but there was a section in the podcast where he was talking about gratitude gratitude practice and it just like really affected me um and i listened to that and it was it was almost kind of transformational i listened to that podcast and then i think probably about two months after that i actually put a text post up about the fact that i'd gone through my trauma and abuse and so i posted that as a text post and it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this as a as a video at some point and it just kind of i i kind of sort of slowly kind of jeep myself up to the point where i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do yeah. this and, and i i feel comfortable to do it and i think um the the third part of it was um was uh lockdown um, and I think a lot of people right. have gone through this thing where, you know, 
we we surround ourselves so much with um, ancillary stuff like the the business of day-to-day life and, and you know how busy we are with work and everything else that we don't slow down enough to look inwardly which sounds kind of very zen and new agey but when we do that we you you find yourself um, and I think a lot of people have been through this through uh through lockdown when they've slowed down enough to to finally understand who they are um and, and when you do that it's uh yeah it's a, a pretty magical experience Wow, there's so much here that I want to delve into. I think going back to what you said at the start, where you say, I think you said things happen for you, not to you. And even you just saying that with what you've been through is a phenomenally positive approach. Um, and I think you're you're an archetypal example of someone who's used severe trauma and adversity to uh, not just help yourself, but help others as well. And I think the whole gratitude piece and Ultimately, I still feel that you have a choice. And what I mean by that is, unless it's really, really, really extreme, and yours is, there's still a choice where you, 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 can, you, can, you, can, you can feel sorry for yourself, and rightly so you should, but also you can, you can use that, that pain and say, actually, what can I do to, 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 to benefit others? And I think, I think you've done that, and I think you've spun that on its head. Do you want to talk a bit more about how, how that's transformed and how that's transpired? Um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I, I do believe that we go through, um, day-to-day life with a, a set of almost kind of smaller binary choices with everything we do. You can either say yes to stuff or no to stuff. Um, and it's just making the right decisions and saying, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to put this particular piece of food in my mouth, not put this particular food. Wow. And all these little, all these little things have, yeah. have repercussions and, and knock-on effects. Um, and, and I think it's, uh, you kind of get to the point with it and I know I did where I was like I'm not going to let this thing kind of control me I, I'm in control of it um and I just sort of drew a line in the sand I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I, I think um uh Terry Pratchett said it I think when he was going through Alzheimer's um he said in order to to sort of slay your demon you have to name it um and mm. so you, you you have to you know you have to address it and and and, and sort of call it out and and, right. and that's what I did. I was like, I, I know the reason why I feel like I feel is because of this, so I have to address it and I have to confront it. And and it's yeah, a bit like a you know sort of typical knight with the the sword. You have to kind of slay the yeah. slay the dragon. And the only way you can do that is is by um, by addressing it. Um, and then the more you do that, the more you talk about it, the more open you are with it, the easier it becomes. Um, it's, it's just deciding to take that that first step to do it and I think that those all those kind of compounding things that that happened um uh, you know that the, I found it easier obviously to do, do the text post on the platform because you're it, there's a certain amount of um, um anonymity to it so you can kind of post and then yeah and you can cool. decide but, but what I was I was just having a really kind of low day that day and I'd, I'd been sort of drinking a lot during during lockdown and I just yeah it got to a point where I was like I'm not I just, I'm not going to give into this thing. I'm going to, going to say no, screw you, and and, uh, and and sort of challenge it head on. You said uh, kind of confronting it. I think I think that's a good choice of word. But also, you 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 mentioned the word uh, because the the abuser passed away. Reconciliation, and that tends to make me think that you're almost going to try and uh, almost befriend that trauma in a way by. I think sometimes the best way to defeat something like that is is to is to kind of not see it as an enemy, not see it as 
as as the devil or demon, but accept it, know it's there, befriend it, and almost kill it with honey. What do you think? Yeah, kill it, kill it with love. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's um, it's weird in that you know uh, you, you can't. Um, uh, everyone has their own kind of personal experiences of, of, of trauma, but. I actually, to a degree, feel sorry for my uh, abuser for, for you know what they did to me. It's just like what what happened to you in your life that that caused you to want to do that to another human being. So it's yeah. You talked about drinking uh, in lockdown, and mm-hmm. um, you know I've suffered from addictions, and we've all done, we've all got our vices. And blimey, you know I'm surprised you're not uh, in all sorts of bother after what's happened to you it's a testament that you're stand, still standing let alone doing successfully brilliant stuff on linkedin and what you're doing but um have you have you did you have to revert to kind of external things such as drinking or drugs or you know you talked about therapy i mean how what how have you coped what what good stuff have you used and what kind of stuff have you kind of kind of fallen into that's uh you no, know, because everyone does it, didn't they? I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you had a drink or two because of that. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think um, I think people that go through trauma do have fairly addictive uh, personalities. Um, I, I didn't used to drink that heavily. Um, I, you know, I do like a, a tipple, and I've kind of knocked it on the head um, a little bit. Right. But um, but I, I do. Um, I I went through a, a period where. Um, I worked with a personal trainer, a friend of mine called Dan. Um, I lost quite a bit of weight, but I was um, I was journaling uh, every day as, as part of the practice uh, for the for the weight loss. So I was journaling every day, and I still do. And I meditate um, every morning as well, um, which is just yeah. And, and and part of that is is a gratitude practice. It's just you know it's having a certain amount of of, of self love because I used to I used to be so hard on myself and beat myself up so much. Um, you know. For, mm. for what had happened to me I'd, I'd i'd be really hard on myself and and it's not you know it's not when you when you admit that it's not your fault um yeah you can just be just be kinder to yourself and, and it's but it's so hard for for people to sort of address that and and then start to put it into practice i mean going back to um when your daughter was born i think there's two major events probably more since since what happened to you happened to you your, your daughter being born but also you know putting that on LinkedIn and having the therapy, I think there's two elements there that where I don't think you ever really find yourself, but I sense a real kind of transformation of that self-love, that self-worth, that kind of looking yourself in the mirror in the eye and go, actually, Nick, you're all right, mate, that kind of stuff. And I don't think you had that for years because of what happened, but I'd love to know that transition and the feeling you feel about yourself now compared to, you know, back then. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's I can't begin to describe it. I, I feel like a completely different person. Yeah. <laughs> um I feel I feel like a superman, I think, because you're you're just uh you're you have so much more um clarity with your your vision because you you finally accept it at the very core, like whether whether people know it or not, um in their business, that everyone's business is a reflection of um their own values, their own self-beliefs. Um and when you fundamentally deep down have a concrete base of you know who you are there's so much more clarity and vision in, in where you want to take your your company there's no there's no haziness or fuzziness which is why we're going through a um, rebrand at the moment relaunching our, our new website and our new services i am absolutely 100 percent like a freaking arrow <laughs> like oh, i know exactly yes. what we're going to be doing now so 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's just a magical, I mean, a similar thing for me is, you know, when I first, I built a big business and I had to start and reinvent myself and, you know, I over-confused it, I different things and kind of like now evolved into this, this North Star, I call it. And it's like, once you get that clarity and actually the word is purpose, I think, you know, the purpose of yeah. what I'm doing is, is just so magical. And on, on that point then, what, what is, what is the, your why, um, without getting too Simon sinek what is your purpose these days? um it's it's and it always has been is is uh is storytelling so um i can't go into too much detail as to what we're launching as a new service but we're part of what we're doing is telling larger stories at scale uh, on social for brands and businesses so um uh ever-evolving worlds of content so you know the reason that we've we transitioned from um movies to tv shows uh things like game of thrones is because they're all encompassing larger narratives uh, worlds of content that we can get lost in so mm. we want to create ongoing episodic content for brands on on social media and we want to own that space i love that the whole i think certainly linkedin is moving towards the video thing but i mean the whole world is moving towards video but you said uh episodic is that a word what did you say episodic episodic gear yeah. never heard of that but the whole kind of journey around Anyone can pop out a, a video now and again about something, but to take the customer on a journey in an episode format, I think that's that's another level. That's, I'm really well, you, you, excited about that. You think of um, you think of uh, um, the John Lewis, uh, the the dog, uh, the box box of dog that um, you know, yeah. Christmas. Had you had uh, the big kind of payout for Christmas? Imagine if you followed him throughout the year. Yeah, had, you know. You, you, you know during the summer you, you joined him on his journeys and he got up to stuff in the in the in the spring and you, and then you got the big payoff at the end of, of christmas but you're following that character along that whole journey that, yeah. that whole period of time and it's 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 like a, a stream or a river you know um that the, the audience gets pulled in at one point and they're pulled along on this yeah. continuing narrative there's 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 um you know we're, we're kind of bombarded by uh content and there's so much noise with content but to actually have a, a kind of map of, of story where you're kind of pulling someone in, an audience in, and you're yes. you're pulling that customer along on that that journey continuously is uh, yeah, it's yeah. I think that's a good art in terms of like you get followers, but the real the real definition of following is like oh I can't I cannot wait for the next episode I cannot wait for yeah 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 you no know, Nick Rayburn clip that's what you want, and I, I've I've evolved into that kind of you know very much more branding marketing as opposed to I mean I was a I'm an old old school sales guy um but now i've kind of morphed into you know your camp really and uh, i get i get a little bit of grief actually on linkedin when I, I sometimes i put the death of the cold call and inbound you know outbound is dead all that kind of stuff but actually i think marketing and branding personal branding is 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 just where it's at at the moment so what would what would you say to the to the kind of the outliers and the people who still feel that marketing's a bit fluff and you know it's all about making them you know phone calls and knocking on people's doors uh we've since since man could sit around a campfire <laughs> and, and then tell stories that's all we've ever been doing is, yeah. is telling stories um it's it's a it's an intrinsic way for us to process uh, our environment our, our world and express stuff that, that we can't ordinarily package up so it all goes back to um to story which is a, a core you know it's, it's a fundamental core of, of um, who i am and who the, the business is so yeah if you can 
basically there's a um and we've kind of framed our, our our new kind of principles around it there's a guy called joseph campbell um and there's got a few people that have kind of adapted it but it's called the hero's journey um and every hero has a um a guide or a mentor so you think of uh you know uh luke and, and yoda in star wars yeah um, luke, luke is the farm boy but then he meets Yoda, he goes through his training and, and he becomes the, the hero. So with most businesses, um, most most businesses and most companies see themselves as the hero, but they're not. They're the guide. They're the mentor. They're the ones that's taking the customer and they're turning mm-hmm. them into that that hero. So that's what we're, we're sort of taking that principle really of, of, you know, taking this this audience member, this customer on this journey and, and we're being the, the guide or the mentor for them and transforming them into the, the hero for their business. I, I can't help but think that what's happened to you is almost the fuel for this this new um, sort of style. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 the way my my brain's always processed things in terms of story, and it's how it's it's me. It's like you know, at this this person, I've gone through this thing. Although I've helped myself, I am my own guide. I'm now the deer out the other side of it. Fantastic, and I think you know the way that you've turned it on his head and you've utilized your experience to, to your advantage is, is, is an inspiration to, to so many. Um, what, what advice would you give to, to, to someone or anyone who, who may have gone through something similar or going through something similar or, or, or adversity? I mean, if, if there are sort of three, three things you could say to people around that, what would they, what would it be? Um, I think, uh, I think, acknowledging it first of all um is the first step to it um having some kind of insight um as to why you know a lot of people go through their day-to-day and they don't stop and think why am i doing this they don't question why they're going through you know a lot of people are just on autopilot yeah. to try and stop and pause and go why is it why is it i'm doing this because um, that will give you a certain level of, of insight um and then uh, i guess um yeah confronting it really um you know you see you see so many people that are, um it's sad really that, that you know there's so many homeless on the street so many people with addiction problems and, and pretty much most of that comes from trauma it's, yeah. it's people that have gone through trauma and they can't face the reality of of day-to-day in the the real world so they escape into a bottle or a needle or uh, because mm-hmm. it, because it's 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 easier to do that than than them you know uh, yeah. like i said to kind of face that demon and sort of acknowledge that it's it's part of you and, and part of part of who you are so um i think it's it's yeah it's, it's having a certain level of awareness um then starting to, to to tackle it um and myself i went through you know i had um i had uh therapy uh, which is called emdr uh therapy yeah i've had that therapy i've had that yeah oh, you've had it as well yeah 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 so you know you know how it works you yeah. say you kind of um processes the left and right side of your your brain to sort of um, get get the, the the trauma to actually because the the trauma gets kind of stuck it's like a um a kind of stuck memory and it doesn't get kind of filed away properly so you kind of relive it every time you, you experience any kind of um you know uh emotional uh trauma or pain it, it kind of relives that memory so yeah the mdr process is it um but yeah there's, there's you know to speak to if you've got um support from your family speak to those speak to your to your peers um and there's there's lots of great uh uh, advice and support out there. I mean, the, the other thing that that um, for me, when I was younger, when I left university, um, not many people know. So I was actually a, a mental health nurse for, for quite oh, a few wow. years. 
so I have a bit of insight into you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've looked off after people in in um, in uh, you know um, various states of, of unwellness. Um, so it's yeah, it's uh, I think it's it's just having a certain level of, of insight and acknowledging it, and then speaking to to people around you to get you know if you've got a good support network around you, speak to those people. Um, I think that's right I think I think also you mentioned the gratitude which I know is big for you as well but um yeah it's one of those where what's happened to you and this isn't just for you but anyone you know it's never really going to go away I don't mean that in a negative way what I mean by that is that you're always going to have to work at this um it's like a muscle isn't it mental health well-being trauma um you know my, my advice to people and myself is that even when things are going well and I'm doing quite well at the moment that's when I'm most susceptible. So it's about continuing to do that, reaching out to people, having a coach, and just continue looking at personal development, I think. And I think that's what you're doing yeah. as well, isn't it? Although you're now kind of through what you perceive the darkest time, it doesn't mean you it's, Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a mentor at the moment, and it's uh, the best analogy I could describe to him is like, I feel like I've just climbed a mountain. I've got over the peak of it, yeah. and I'm looking off into the distance, and there's another bigger another mountain. <laughs> <laughs> what joy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, it's it's uh, it's enjoying that that process and enjoying the climb. I think. Yeah, and just before we we, we close, I mean, what, what advice would you give to uh, a budding entrepreneur who wants to build out their brand that they may have come from a corporate background? I know you mentioned story, but you put a lot of humour into your into your stuff. What's what's yeah. what what sort of advice would you give around um, that breakthrough? The, the the biggest piece of advice I think, um, and I always say this is is know thyself. Um, look look inside yourself and and, and discover um, who you are. You know, some people go their entire lives not really knowing who they are. Um, that's where the w- real work is. If you do that, the rest of it's a doddle. Fantastic. I was going to ask the question, where can we find you? But I think most people know uh, where we can find you. But where can where yeah. can someone who doesn't know you find you? <laughs> Um, I, I, I hang out pretty much all the time on uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, you can search me on that hashtag, uh, that video nerd, um, and I'm also on Clubhouse uh, a fair bit as well. Nick, it's an absolute pleasure. I could talk to you for ages. I'm I'm so humbled and honoured that you um, you've chosen to, to share your story. You're a top guy. Um, I wish you all the best in the future, and we can carry on being friends and hope you do some collaborations in the future. But on behalf of me and all of the audience, thank you. Nick. Cheers, mate. My pleasure. The Purpose Led Leadership Podcast is sponsored by Vincherry. Vincherry are all-in-one CRM and ATS platform, purpose-built for recruitment staffing agencies. I chose to partner with Vincherry because, honestly, I'm a customer. They keep me competitive, plug into my calendar and email, and make the whole admin part of my job as a recruiter a hell of a lot easier. The Purpose Led Leadership Podcast listeners get 25% off Vincherry's onboarding. So if you're looking for a recruitment CRM to accelerate your growth, check them out at vincherry.io forward slash chris o'connell